Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. We don't say this in advisory, but I'll go along. And I'm going to exchange. Say your fucking name, bitch. No, and bitch. This is, not, uh, this, is not, this is not the script. You go off script. We don't have a script. I'm just, I'm introducing myself to everyone. And this is, you need this? Why'd you hand it back to me? Oh, you didn't hand it back. And this is our advice column show called Sibling Advisory. So what Monet and I do is we're going to be, this is our first time doing one live. As you can tell, there's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of madness. And Monet <laughs> has begun the gaslighting. So what we're going to need you all to do is submit your questions right here on the Stereo app. Once you submit your questions, please, please, please stick around because if we choose your question, if we need some more clarification, we might actually bring you up as a speaker to have you converse with us on the panel, darling. Yeah, because you know, normally... And again, it's advice, not ask us how far the moon is from the earth. We need advice, and, not, not questions. Yeah, and, and though it's very sweet, and yet we know you guys love us, you guys watch the season, we, we prefer not to get song, not to not to get comments um, of, of adoration of how much you love us on the show. We want, like, actual questions, and not just romance. We get a lot of romance questions. People also, oh, we get a lot of romance advice, which we love giving romance advice, but we're not limited to that. We are, we, uh, we, 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 we can give you advice on other things, like work, like uh 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 uh, uh well, how to use stereo <laughs> how to send a moderation link <laughs> so we're not limited to to advice about romance and so if you're not familiar um this podcast comes out every monday so you might be featured not monet telling telling the fans not to say they like us <laughs> not people throwing people throwing tomatoes at your face that's what you get y'all better throw these tomatoes at bob throw these tomatoes yeah, I'm sure at you're this getting, bitch I'm, I'm sure there's no tomatoes going to you. I'm sure when I, you better work. There are none. You better, you better rewrite one. 
You better rewrite history. You better rewrite history of One Night Exchange. Please rewrite history. I should rewrite. Oh. So, first of all, Monet, tell me about your day of the queerities. Yeah, Bob and I went to the queerties. Bob and I were nominated um, for Best Podcast, along with Race Chaser, The Bald and the Beautiful, and some other ones. And um, this is what we were talking about today. So, oh, this is another thing. This, this is this is the shade. So, I call, Bob called me this morning. The first time we spoke this morning, we're on the phone, and I'm like, I'm like, are you gonna go to the queerties? He's like, you're like, uh, I don't feel like going. I was like, I don't really feel like going either. He's like, you know what? Then we settle it. Then we're not gonna go. I was like, work. We're not gonna go. So then our uh, the assistant of our manager, Mad- Maddie, sends me a text. She's like, hey, Monet, are you going to the queerties? I was like, talk to Bob. We're, we're, we're not gonna go. We're we're all we're off cool with not going. She's like, I just spoke to Bob and he's going. I was like, what do you mean he's going? She's like, yeah, I just spoke to Bob on the phone. He said he's going to the wards. I was like, I was like, Maddie, you're wrong. I just spoke to Bob. He said no, he's not going. And she's like, Monet, I just spoke to him. He's going. I was like. This shady ass fucking nigga. So then I call this motherfucker and I'm like, are you going to the queries? You're like, uh, well, well, here's the tea. I like spoke to Jacob and Jacob didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. But I spoke to Ezra and Ezra wants to go. So I think I'm going to go. I was like, so were you not going to tell me? I was like, we literally just spoke. We said we weren't going to go. That's why I said I was not going. So I was already annoyed by that. So then I was like, well, if I was going to go, I guess I'm going to go. And then um, I ended up going in drag. And it was really cute. Bianca was there. Manila was there. Trixie was there. Mo Hart was hosting. Um, and a lot of a lot of queer friends were there. So it was a good time. How is me changing my mind about going to the queerities? Uh, because we big, spoke uh, on the phone. We spoke day. on the phone. And I changed and my be- mind. And exactly, I changed but, my mind. Right. But the conversation we had, we literally had a conversation of us going together. I, we literally, the conversation on the phone was, are you going to go? Because I was like, are you going to go? You're like, I don't feel like going. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to go either. You're like, work. And we literally said, we're not going to go. Yeah, and I changed my mind. Like, and what's you could have just texted me or called me and say, "Oh, money, I'm gonna go." And I was like, okay, "Well, cool, clearly you weren't answering your fucking phone all day, so would you have answered?" I don't well, know. But, fucking know. Well, you well when you spoke to me, did you tell me you were gonna go? No. I also don't owe you uh, a, 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 a Bob. We were nominated uh, together, and day. we said that we were going to go together. Like that's literally the conversation we had. And no, you, so no don't, we said we, so we don't, said we weren't going together. So I don't, don't try to you act, everything I'm so doing with my day. So don't try to act like I'm crazy for being weirded out that you decided not to go after we literally had a conversation about not going. But I mean, whatever. I think your I mean, behavior is honestly, a little odd. I don't have to tell you everywhere I'm going. No one said you had to, but we literally had a conversation about going to the award show together because we're not... So Honestly, it, it really doesn't matter. We both went to the fucking award show. It's not that big of a deal. But what's weird is you're acting like that's not weird. Can y'all chime in? I wanted to chime in. Am I the crazy one? Bob and I had a conversation about going to the wars together he said he wasn't going so i said okay well i'm not gonna go either and then he decided to go then i'm the crazy one work honey <laughs> you are really no bitch you're on one <laughs> you are on one you are acting like a crazy person <laughs> wait we're gonna get to these questions but before i, I yeah, I need some questions. You know I need some people if to chime wanna, in. If you all want to, wait, you know, I just want to grab for a If you all want to chime in at all, you can also use the hashtag sibling advisory on Twitter, and we can scan there to see what you can say. So if you all want to chime in right now on Twitter, go good, to hashtag, hashtag sibling advisory. You can tell us right now if you think that I'm crazy for changing my mind and not telling Monet. And in the meantime, we will get to or is Bob these, or, um, or, 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 or you, you can also chime in if if I'm if I'm crazy when we literally have a conversation about us going together and then Bob changes his mind and not telling me. Am I the one that's acting wild when we had a conversation about it and Bob didn't tell me that he was going? Am I the crazy one? Can y'all chime in on that? 
Yeah, I, I wonder. But in the meantime, we're gonna take a, a comment from a question from Brandon. So Brandon, we're gonna listen in, and uh, if we if we need some more clarification, we'll bring you to the main stage. Here we go. Okay, so. My name is Brandon. I'm a cousin. No, I'm a sibling. Ha, I'm a sibling. Yes, I am. Um, I'm a nigga. And I have a question. So I have a friend. I'm a little technically, mm, that's the situation. I have a friend. Um, we met on Tinder, went on a couple dates, and like kind of had a little bit of a tryst, but not really. And now we're trying to be friends, but like mentally, I still can't go there because... I still want the D. What should I do? Sincerely, gay and confused. <laughs> do you want? Do you want? Uh, do we? Do we need to bring Brandon up? Do we need to invite Brandon to the lot? Well, let's let's first give our 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 advice, and we'll see if we need to bring Brandon up to clarify anything. I mean, in my opinion, if you, I think. Friends with benefits is a truly glorious thing. It is it is this really interesting, in my opinion, almost elevated friendship where you get to uh be there for each other in like some really, you know, important ways sexually and, and all this stuff. But obviously there needs to be a mutual understanding. Now, if you all think that you're not going to go any further and you're not going to, I don't know. If you if you think it won't complicate things and make things weird for you, then I would say go ahead and and you know get the d if you think it could actually you know if you think it it could be beneficial to you and not complicate things for you down the line what do you think mom yeah i think that if you can be friends with benefits and it be all cool and you don't you, you don't get emotionally entangled you start to resent that person cuz it doesn't grow further then i think go for it but if you know that you cannot separate their friends with benefits from um from just being friends and you're and it's it's, it's going to fuck up everything else and i said then you need to know that about yourself and not go into it but i think having a friends with benefits is good it's someone that you can get coffee with and chill with also someone you can bone and it still be cool so um yeah that's my advice yeah. Do, do we have another um another comment, Jacob? Another great question. All right. This is one from Quentin Phillips. Here we go. Hi, Bob Monet. My name is Quentin. I'm a queer, 26-year-old queer black man living in Dallas, Texas. And my advice is, should I super be mad and confront my one of my good friends for lying to me that he wasn't going to do this birthday trip and said, oh, we're not going to do the birthday trip. I'll come back in town. We'll do all these things. But then... Uh, a couple of days ago, I look on Instagram and I Snapchat. He's full on gone on a trip to New Orleans and with people other than me and then tell me nothing about it when they said, oh, we're not going. So I just need advice on do I full on confront him about like, yo, why are you shady or not? Thank you. Love Ooh. you guys so much. So, so, so much. All right, Quentin. That was Quentin from Dallas, Texas about his friend going on a trip that uh and and basically you weren't invited i think that i guess maybe you have to assess how close of friends you are maybe your friend didn't think y'all were as close of friends that and he didn't feel the need to invite you on this trip but if y'all are like eight boons y'all like cool um and they didn't invite you to me that's a little weird i think you have to assess how close sometimes honestly sometimes it is for some people are friends and one friend think that they're closer than they actually are and that person or maybe he went to on the trip with a particular friend group again y'all if you listen to the podcast i'm a big proponent of i don't think all friend groups 
need to mix. I don't think you need to, all of your friends need to be friends. So maybe he went to on a trip with his work friends or his uh, dodgeball league friends. And that's why he didn't bring on that trip. But if y'all are super cool and y'all are super tight, I think it's worth asking. Like, hey, so you told me about this trip. I wasn't invited. But then I saw, I mean, you, you told me about this trip. And I thought I was going. Then I saw you that you went anyway. I just wanted to like know what that was about. I think if y'all are super cool, that's something worth asking and being super honest and upfront as opposed to um, trying to fight him and beat this nigga up. Do, do you think the friend is shady for um, going with a different group of friends, Monet? No, I think that if you're going with their particular friend group and that's the friends you want to go on it, like your dodgeball friends or your work friends or whatever friends they are, I think that's cool. But um, if, So what if, you're saying is it's not weird for someone to say this thing isn't happening but then end up going you don't you don't think that's shady kind of like like the queerities or something like that no that's different we were we we had a conversation about going together and then they had a conversation this, this in fact is, listen 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 by quitting up because quentin said they had a conversation about it and then they said that it wasn't happening and then they end up going i'm just intrigued by the the double standard i'm gonna invite quentin up to the chat quentin you are joining us to talk on our um Live, Quentin. Welcome to Hi, our Quentin. Chat. Oh my gosh! Oh, this is like oh, I'm just oh. This Quentin, first of all, your avatar is so cute. Do you wear do you wear glasses in real life? Yes, yes, ma'am, I do. I love you. Now, so Quentin, cute. you were saying that your friend told you beforehand, and then you found out that they were going. And Monet, it's interesting because Monet just said that's not shady. That's so interesting to me. Well, can we let, let, let's let Quentin divulge? Okay, so what happened? My best friend Garrett. We have been friends since middle school and mm -hmm. we like and we stayed good friends like and so he so he, he moved to houston i moved to dallas and he lived here he moved and we've been i went to go up to see him only person to go up and see him and then he texted me he's like hey uh another good friend of ours who still lives in dallas wanted to uh go to new orleans for his birthday and he texted me about it okay okay so he was inviting you on another friend's birthday trip no his birthday trip Okay. So he invited me and he was like, yeah, we're, and I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm good to go. Just give me the details so I can take off work and I can have my money. And then, so like a couple of weeks later, I said, Hey, so what are the details? Cause I need to know in advance to take off work. So, you know, and get my money right. So I can get a room and know the plans. Then he texts me. Then he says, Oh, Hey, so the trip's not going to happen because our other friend and him, put a deposit on a place to stay where we all, I guess we were all going to stay, but the guy overbooked it and he's like, yeah, so we're not going to go and we're going to have to try and figure out our money, but I'll totally come back in town and we'll do a birthday thing. And I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. That's totally fine. Because, and he said, we're not going to go. And then literally for three couple days, last weekend, I'm scrolling and see him on Snapchat and see him on Instagram, they're all in New Orleans for this for this trip that was not supposed to happen. And Quentin is your best friend since eighth grade. Yeah, this is like my like we have we have divulged secrets. We've gone through parent launches Shady. together. We talk about a lot Shady. of and I'm like, so you full on didn't have the courtesy to tell me you were going on the trip, but you had another friend that lives in El Paso, make plans, take off work, get a plane ticket. So what's up with this? That's shady behavior. My question is,
I think my question is, do you think there's a chance that there's something that was going on that wasn't shady? Maybe there's a chance that your friend was like, well, it's not going to happen. And then someone else was like, well, let's do this. Let's do this. I want to surprise you with a this that I I tend to err on the side of that most people in the world aren't operating in some sneaky, shady behavior because I don't operate in sneaky, shady behavior. So I think that if we lean into the notion that people are not just out here trying to be shady to each other there's probably a very probably a valid explanation that doesn't mean that your feelings are invalid because as we've talked about on this podcast there have been lots of times where my friends go hang out with people and don't tell me um and apparently those friends whoever they are uh don't have any sneaky or shady motives they just were all going out and just never thought to invite me for whatever reason yeah, Quentin, I think that your friend is shady. Y'all have been friends since eighth grade. And Quentin knew that he was going on the trip. And he's, I think that Quentin, oh, if, if y'all are ace bulls, y'all, y'all are planning this trip to go together. Y'all are best friends. Y'all are super tight. And y'all are planning on this, going on the trip together. And he said it was canceled and ended up going anyway. Quentin, I think Quentin owed you the courtesy to be like, hey, this trip is happening instead of going, instead of doing it behind your back. That's my feelings, in my opinion. But the sad goofery of it all, we had literally, he called me before he went on this trip. And we and I just told him about the days so like, hey, I want you to come back from my birth. And he was totally down and all that shit. So I was mm-hmm. making it seem like he had nothing going on, but then went on the trip. And it, it, and my thing is just like, I would have been cool if you told me, oh hey, the trip's happening and I just we didn't have enough spots. I'd have been totally cool with that. Yeah. But he just didn't tell me. And that's one of the things I'm just like, I thought we was way better than that. Yeah, I mean, I think those are. Yeah. I think that's completely valid to feel that way. And have y'all have y'all spoken since? Like, have y'all have y'all had a real conversation about it since, or have you? It has it been like weird and awkward? Mm, we haven't had a conversation about it. I kind of seen a passive aggressive text saying, "Oh, hey, how was the trip?" And he said, "Oh, it was a blast." And I was like, "Quentin." <laughs> <laughs> I bitch, yeah, that's wild. I, 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 I think that is shady behavior. I think, I think your friend moved a little shady, and um, you know, and uh, but you know, I don't think that I don't think it's worth stop being his friend, and 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 you don't act like you're, you don't seem like you're trying to not be their friend, but to me, that is a little shady for sure. Yeah, I mean, I love him to death, and I yeah. don't want to stop being friends, but it just was like it was, just, it kind of hurt a little bit. Cause I'm like, I kind of take, back, yeah, you know, I was like, damn, you could have just told me, and I would have been fine, but. I was, I right. was game to go. I needed a vacation, girl. I've been working. I needed a vacation in New Orleans. I'm trying to get tossed and turned up. <laughs> well, I... Th- <laughs> I think that, um, you know, I, I think open and honest communication is really important. And I, obviously, I think that you should you should uh, maybe stray from the passive aggressive text and, and do a full earnest moment where you say, hey, this is how I felt. Um, and I just want to know what it was instead of, you know, instead of going in lobbing accusations, I would go in and kind of be like, oh, this is what I am hearing and this is how I am feeling you know years ago I learned this thing where you say what you see say how you feel say what you want so you say I see that you went to um, New Orleans without me I feel left out and I I want uh, to be included next time say what you see say how you feel say what you want true very true I do want to have a conversation with him about it and just get it off the air because I do like I still want to like he's still my best friend love the dude to death and I still want him to come back for my birthday party so I'm like yeah it is what it is well, Quentin, what we have not told you is that he has been listening this entire time and he has something he'd like to say now. 
let's bring up Quentin's friend. No, I'm kidding. Live from Mardi Gras. Hey, no, I'm kidding. Imagine. Um, <laughs> All right, thank you, Quinn. Thank you so much thank for your you, time. Quentin. Thank you, Bye, thank babe. you so much. I love you both so so much. This is just made my day. Work now. We don't know how to uh, kick you off, so you have to you have to you have to leave yourself. <laughs> Quentin. <laughs> Quentin. <laughs> Bye, Quentin. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. All right, um, Monet, do you think it's shady to have like birthday like celebrations that like certain people can't come to? No, because you were invited and you can you can choose what you want to do. So let's take the next call. What does that mean? What, you, you sound you sound really uh, you sound really no, guilty. Well, you're, you're 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 trying to be subliminal, and you know you're talking about me. And I, I I fully invited you, and you have full autonomy over your body. You can choose what you like to do, and um, yeah. Can we take the next call? You see, you, you're right. If I wanted to, if I wanted to relapse, I could really have like a 
great. I mean, right, you listen. You have you have control yeah. of your body. You can choose what you do with your mouth. You can smoke what you want. You can drink what you want. That is all you, baby. We're gonna invite Michael Smith. Uh, we're gonna listen to Michael Smith and see if we want to invite them up. Here we hey, go. Hey y'all, huge fan. Ooh, Love you both. Sultry. But I could really use some advice. Arif. <laughs> Mike okay, the so I currently live in Brooklyn, but I'm originally from a small town called Duck Hill, Mississippi, and it is just as crazy as it sounds. And also, my family is like very Trumpy, giving very All Lives Matter, the mm. house down, cowboy boots. Mm. And so, basically, my question is how does someone find pride in who they are and where they come from? if they aren't necessarily proud of where they come from. I would love to know what y'all think, because it's like really been racking my brain. Sincerely, Delta Blues. <laughs> I love these names. I, w- yeah. I want to dive in on this one. I want to say, first. you know, I, I'm very lucky because I come from a, a, a series of small towns, and I also get to travel to a lot of small towns. Um, and uh, w- on the show, we're here. And, you know, you... Every small town is not the majority of its representation. You know, there are, you you don't have to be, you don't have to be proud of every single thing from where you come from. I mean, if if being an American has shown us anything, honey, it is that you do not have to align yourself with everything that America stands for um, to be proud of yourself. You don't necessarily, you can be proud of where you come from without being proud of every single thing that goes on where you come from. In fact, I think, I, I use this analogy sometimes, if, you, if you're in a house and some and one person, you know when people like talk about America, like if you don't like, you can leave. If you're in a house and you say like, man, this roof is like leaking. And then someone goes, if you don't like this house, you can fucking leave. You're like, I'm not saying I don't like the house. I'm saying the roof is leaking and we should fix it. If you don't like the house the way it is, then get the hell out of here. I think people who are actually trying to fix the house are the people who love the house the most. So I think that if you're trying to um, have a positive impact on your small town of, of Duckfoot, Mississippi, is it Duckfoot? Of Duckfoot, Mississippi, I think that you actually love the town more than anyone there. Or you you love the town more than people who are just like, the way it is, the way it is, if you don't like it, you can leave. What do you think, Mom? Yeah, I mean, I think that you don't, I, I mean, I don't think you have to rep where you're from. I mean, if, if it being queer, we can we can choose our family. And when you, as you have decided to move from your small town, you now from Brooklyn, you rep Brooklyn. So you can, you can absolutely treasure those things about Brooklyn and that, that, that can now become your hometown. I mean, I, I don't know how long you've lived in Brooklyn. I don't know how long it's been since you fled Duckfoot, Mississippi, but now you are from New York. Is, is, is that where he's from? Duckfoot? Duckville? I don't know. It's just, I'm from Mississippi and I've never heard of of Duckfoot, and that really just tickles me. It's, it's a, it's, it's so, it is so Mississippi to have a, yeah. to have a place called Duckfoot. So you're going, so you now have the privilege. You, you know how you, you can choose where you're from. You can rep New, you can you can let you can rep Brooklyn, New York. And there are many things to love about Brooklyn, New York. But Brooklyn, New York is not perfect itself. Bitch, I'm from Brooklyn. I know there are many fucked up things about Brooklyn, New York. But you can choose the good parts of that, just like you can choose those good parts about Duckville that you like and rep those good things. Every no one place is perfect. Every every place, every person yeah. has its flaws. So you don't need to um, uh, uh, zone in on those bad things and be like, ugh. We have that really crickety street, so I hate where I'm from. Fuck that. Rep the good things. I'm sure y'all have a good creek. I'm sure y'all have some good old ribs. I'm sure there's some good things about your town that you have. Just like there are good things about your new place in New York City, Brooklyn, that you can rep as well. 
And I want to remind you all that you can use the hashtag Sibling Advisory to like just comment on what you're seeing and how you feel about the podcast right now. And we now have a uh, a question from I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think it's Isaac Arzate, but Isaac we can Rahim. we can actually we can ask we can actually invite them up afterwards. Here we go. All right. Hey, Bob and Monet. So I'm a 22 year old queer uh, Latinx. Uh, with he they mm-hmm. pronouns so my question is to do with some ti and unknowingly uncovered about my bestie i will call him leo Ooh. um anyway so i've always had a question or suspicion that leo might be queer but i've never confirmed it since he never really talked about liking girls or guys after the beard he dated in high school so one night we were all hanging out and leo left his phone unlocked and he stands as problematic queen so i wanted to go on his stand account and tweet some hate from his account as a joke um but when i click on one of the accounts that was on his twitter it was a um gay porn alt uh, account um so i i want to know what i should do or uh, how i should approach this if you can pull me up i'd love to talk about how um i confronted him about it and get more details on it thank you love okay you bye we need to pull isaac bring isaac up in the chat i have so many questions bring yeah. isaac up in here isaac this is Bring Isaac's ass is up in here. I just want to see if there's a way to bring him up the figure. Isaac, we need to invite you up. This is wild. Isaac, Y'all, get your we're ass bringing up Isaac here. up because Isaac. Isaac. Okay. okay. Hey. Hi, Hi Isaac. Isaac. How are you, baby? Isaac, how do you pronounce your last name, my love? Arsate. Arsate. I know it's very Arsate. Okay, I just want to remember saying this. Oh I think God, it, is, it is very it is very messy that you went snooping through your friend's phone. That's it wasn't snooping. Listen, okay, I I wanted to save the backstory because I knew y'all love some backstory. So yeah, let me give you some backstory. Yeah, give us give us okay, some more details. So this is my bestie. We've been besties since middle school. Um, uh huh. But uh, like I said that day, we were hanging out, and then I was like, because. The person he stands is a little uh, problematic. Wait, tell us. Tell who, us who it who is. is it? We, 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 we don't know name. who the person is, so just say it. It's Camila Cabello. Oh, oh bitch, Cinderella. I thought you. I thought. I thought you were about to say like fucking like he stands Vladimir Putin. Putin. I was like, oh shit. Well, you know Cabello. You know Cabello was calling um what's it Normani a fucking nigger on on uh Google chat oh, or yeah, whatever. What was did, it? She did. She did do that. She did do that. But yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to, like, as a joke, like, tweet from his from his stand account. Like, I actually hate this bitch, like, as a joke because, you know, she's anti-black. Got it. But anyways, when I clicked on, like, the, on the open up the other profiles, I clicked on one of them. And it was the, you know, the, the corn, as we should say, is for. Corn. corn. This is not TikTok. Nigga, we can say porn here. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So you knew that he had an alt account, but you did not know that he had a porn account. No, it alt wasn't account. his alt account. He was following an alt account. No, 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 no. He had a, he had a, he had a, he had a stand account, and his friend, he was following wait, hold on, an hold on, alt hold on, account. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Isaac, Isaac, yeah, no, yeah. That's not right. Go ahead, Isaac. He had he had two account, three accounts attached to his Twitter. His app. Okay. So one of them was his stand account, and the other one was his alt account. So he, he was it. the owner of both accounts, but the, one of them was Got like his bookmarks of, you know, um, so yeah, so I actually, uh, a couple of days after I confronted him, I was like, Hey, I didn't mention anything about it. I was like, Hey, you know, you can tell me anything. Like you're my bestie. Like I'll love you know, either way. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, just know, like whenever you're ready, you can come out. Like 
I'll still be your friend. And he like, he's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I kind of just brushed it off. And he kind of told me I was projecting. It was giving very much Monet and Bob, uh, like that, that type of stuff. Um, what you mean? It was giving very much gaslighting. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, the funny thing is, Bob, uh, you actually met him. We were at your Irvine Improv show. You kind of used him as a bit <laughs> because he didn't know who you were. And he had just gone to your show because... Uh, I made him go to your show because he had his wisdom teeth taken out and used that as a whole bit. But anyways, that's besides the point. But that's basically my dilemma. So I, I kind of feel like a bad friend, quote unquote, because he doesn't feel comfortable like telling me who he is or how should I, how would you guys approach this? So wait, so you, so you're, he doesn't know who he, 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 he doesn't know, you don't, sorry, he doesn't know who he, he doesn't know you know who he is for having a porn account or he's gay. Uh, both. He doesn't know I know both. Got it. So he doesn't know that you. He doesn't know that you know that he is queer and also does porn. Correct. Got it. Got it. Got it. And you're trying to figure okay. out how you can better, how you can like foster an honest conversation. Like, hey, I mean, honestly, I think honesty is the best policy. Be like, bitch. Here's the tea. I was trying to do some funny shit. I was trying to log into your Twitter and take your phone and tweet about Camilla and do some funny shit. And bitch, I I see that you that you dabble in some porn. What's the tea? I think I think you can use the porn as a segue into the because if if he knows that you saw his alt Twitter, he obviously you know what's on there. Like you know that he like what there, there, there was some business going on. So I think the gateway into that would be like I saw your alt Twitter. Uh, what's the tea? And I think have a conversation because if you're trying to try to like walk on eggshells and try to like not address it, it's going to get more and more awkward. And then the longer that you sit on this information and, and he knows that you and, and when you find because if all the friends, he's going to find out that, you know, eventually. And if he knows that you've known for a month, a year, to mm-hmm. five, whatever it is, that's going to make it worse. And then that's going to make him feel even like that's going to make him feel bad that you knew all this time and you never spoke to him about it. So I think the sooner you do it, the better. And, and I want y'all on Twitter to chime in with this, too. I got to be honest, Isaac. I really do feel like, in my personal opinion, it, it is a betrayal of trust to take someone's phone. Even if you were meeting as a joke, like, I, I as a rule, I do not, like, touch people's phones. I don't go through them. I, that's not a way that I joke. Like, I, I would never tweet something from one of my friend's phones. They're, I don't even look at people's phones when they're using them. I don't I don't like when people look at my phone when I'm texting or tweeting. I hate that shit. Something about it is like, this is... This is what? Go ahead. We've done that before. Like, he's taken my phone. It's part, it's part of your dynamic. dynamic. It's part of your dynamic, like, like uh, where you guys play around. Exactly. Right. Interesting. I, I guess that's that's just a dynamic I, I, I would never be comfortable with. But if y'all have established that, that taking each other's phones and, like, and and you know tweeting from each other's phones is is a, is a fun goof. Then I guess go off. But I I, I do think if you're going to be if you're gonna, if you're going to ask him to be honest with you, then you have to be honest with him. You have to say you you can't just say hey you know if you wanted to do porn you should say hey I saw your alt account and I apologize I did not mean I did not mean to betray that part of your trust I know that's not my business but I want you to know that I did see it and I don't want you to think that I did not so I think if you're going to expect um honesty from your friend then you owe you owe him honesty as well drag me thank you I need that <laughs> just just sooner sooner rather do not and, and yes I, you, you may be afraid of like having like an awkward conversation or or being like weird but i think sooner rather than later do not wait the longer you wait the worse it will be because he'll just feel bad that you knew all this time and you knew and you never said anything all right thank you yeah, yeah. 
That's so, of course, yeah. and y- and y'all let us know what you're thinking about that whole scenario too. And yeah, again, you have to you have to remove yourself because we don't know, we don't know how to remove people. All right, um, <laughs> see yourself out. And no, I'm kidding. Bye, Isaac. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was warming. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they served millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Smalls Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But... You have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts. Let's listen to uh, Vincent Lesama. Hey, Bob. Hey, Mune. This is Vicente, cousin Hi, on Patreon. Um, so I'm on Grinder a lot. I can hook up with guys a lot. Easy. Um, I think my count is well over the triple digits. Must be nice. My question is, is how do I change my approach to talking to guys to be more in relationship? I'm looking to be in a relationship now as opposed to just uh, just one timers. And shout out here from Portland. Come through. Yes. Love Portland. I went first last time. You want to go first? Yeah. You know, I 
I do think that a lot of it is about your mentality going into it. Um, I, I don't really necessarily, I don't believe in, I don't personally believe in energy and attracting energy and stuff. That's, that, that's just not part of my experience. But I do know that when you are, again, open and honest with people, you know, if you say like looking for fun, but it would not, but wouldn't be mad if a relationship came my way. You know what I mean? The question is, when you're hooking up, are, are you like walk in, take your pants down, I'm going to splickety splack and you're going to leave? Do, or do you hang out with them a little bit? Do you get to know them a little bit? I mean, I met, me and Jacob met on Grindr. We, our first night we hooked up and this has been an almost five-year relationship. So I think there is a, um, there is a way to form relationships from hookups and hookup apps. Um, but I think that if you're looking to have something more serious, then obviously, in my opinion, I think it is time to go ahead and and be open about that when you meet up with people. I think you should say what you want. I think that I, I think you may, you should maybe look at what your profile is, is giving off, right? So on your profile, do you have language that people will be like, "Damn, I guess we just fucking and that's it"? Because sometimes sometimes people want relationships that they didn't realize their profile is saying, um, uh, uh, um, "You can't stay over." You and, and, and their profiles are giving off the energy of you're not trying to fuck around and you're not trying to hang out and you're not trying to like have relationships. So maybe check the language on your profile. And then also when you hook up with these people, like be direct and be like, hey, like maybe after y'all finish doing whatever, be like, hey, you want to go get some coffee or you want to go get lunch or gonna do whatever the case may be. Like give, let people know that you're looking for more than just a wham bam and that's it. I think you have to like, and if, if, if that's not working, just honestly, just verbalize. Be like, hey, in your tech, I mean, I don't know how how deep, how much conversation you're having before you hook up, but in your back and forth in the app, like just say that, like say that, say what you're looking for in the app, that you are looking for fun, but you're also looking for a relationship as well, and you like so you like some fun to lead into a relationship. I think just being super direct on what you want at this point, because we all know you, everyone can get trapped in the circle of grinders, having sex and sex all the time, and you're not and and you're not truly getting what the, from from the app what you want, which is a relationship. So I think it may be time to just resort to just being. Super super direct and super honest about what you're looking for in the app, which is fun, but you like it to become something else. You like it to become a relationship. I love the confidence. He was like, oh, I can get dick, bitch. I get dick all the time. It's easy for me. Triple digits dick, bitch. Um, also, we have a couple of people uh, chimed in on Twitter. Uh, at I, This name is like C4Lim3JB says that a good point about Isaac is that just because to be honest just because he has a gay porn page and makes gay porn doesn't automatically make him gay that is a very good point that I had not even considered so Isaac if you're still listening that is a um that is a a great point to bring up as well again you can join the conversation on Twitter at um hashtag sibling advisory I'm just scrolling through the um through the hashtags and um checking them out oh yeah oh yeah I'm checking I'm checking these out sibling advisory 27 minutes ago from at Aaron Cuevo, Bob, you're weird for not telling Monet you're going. How are you going to say something and go back on it without telling her, like, huh? The next one, some advisory. Bob is wild for not telling Monet they are going since it's a joint award. Some advisory. If Bob going to go they go to their grave dead wrong about this award show. Some advisory. Okay, Isaac. I, I, got the I don't out. think I owe Monet my uh, location everywhere in my life. I can go to th- I can go to things without you. And that's just, that is the tea. You know what? You're right. You go to things without right. me all the time. <laughs> Let's do something all the time. At Hasadiga, could Monet turn up her mic? 
Okay. Sibling advice. You don't have to read every honest, You don't have to read everything on one Monet. We don't have to read our text. We're, 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 we're reading some. <laughs> to be honest, just because Jim he Monet's has a gay. Oh, this one. Sibling advice for standing with Monet in the argument. Sorry, Bob. I'm Team Monet on this one. All right. Great. Um, y'all can look at the similar advisory hashtags and you can make your decisions. Can we get the next question, por favor? This is Mo Samir. Hi, Baba Mune. I have a question. Um, I've been having issues with my professor. He's a sociology professor. And he's been saying a lot of politically incorrect things in class. And I've tried correcting him once and twice. And he's, he keeps saying these old terms that we don't use anymore. They're very politically incorrect. And it, I'm very surprised that he's actually saying them. But I've corrected him twice already. And he keeps uh, shutting me down. And I don't know what to do. I went to the dean and she said she, she would talk to him. But nothing has changed. I don't know what to do. I think I need Bitch. some more specifics on this. Like, what yeah, is he? Like, what it. is he saying? Uh, let me tell you something. I have I have experienced faculties that are tenured and the university. They are so slow to move on tenured professors because you know they've done their they've done their time to quote uh, uh, for lack of a better word, and they are really slow to act on on professors unless it's something like really egregious that they just can't let slide. Which honestly, if they're using wrong terms in sociology, that seems a little sus. But yeah, universities are are very slow to move on tenured professors. I'm I'm, I'm guessing he's tenured, but we could we could bring him in here. Let's bring Mo Samir up and. Um... We will find out exactly what is going on with this professor. I want to know. Hi, Mo. How are you? Oh, Mo's. Ma, hi, Mo. How are you? Hello. Is this Monet Exchange? <laughs> hey so, 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 Mo, is, is is your professor? Is it like microaggressions? Like, what? What are they? What? If you don't mind us asking, what are the things this professor is saying that is that feels uh, antiquated and offensive? And remember, you. Um, this is your voice. So whatever you say, we will we will hold it against you, and we'll act like you're saying it. So be very careful what you say, Mo. Oh God. Uh, okay, so they're they're not like microaggressions. They're like flat out. He's flat out saying them. He was saying things like red Indians. He was saying things like transsexuals. He was saying like. He was saying no. He was he was implying that. A transgender people are not considered transgender until they like they do the operation. Mm, and I was, telling him, I was telling him that it's not true. And he was like, um, that is true. And it's just the way that he's speaking. It seems like he's very uninformed or it's like mm. because he's like he's a dinosaur. So it's like he's like, <laughs> teaching from like back when. Uh, is he? I have a yeah, question. You, is your is your professor tenured? Is has he been there for a long time? Um, because we're like I'm I'm in Lebanon, and so we like only American universities have tenures and things Got like it. that. So he's not tenured, but because he's old, I think like the dean doesn't want to tell him to like update his language. It seems kind of mm -hmm. awkward. I I get it, but I I went to her twice, and it keeps happening. He like. He, he's like even the way he says um, he doesn't say African Americans he says blacks, and it's just the 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 usage of the words are so archaic. Well, I mean, so I, this is this is my thought process. Um, I there is something about saying it's it's the s at the end of blacks. It's the it's black. 
<laughs> it's when, it's, when people say blacks that's when it's like what what is this i think black is a, a an appropriate term because not every black person is african-american but that's not the point you know obviously your, your professor is saying some very offensive stuff and honestly i it sounds like he's coming from a very ill-informed place and it, it, he he might need some sort of uh, sensitivity training. And honestly, I know the dean is the, is like the highest you can go at a school, but if the dean's not doing anything about it, I'm a little extreme. Maybe I'm too much, but bitch, maybe it's time to fucking expose him. Like sometime when you go to the manager and the manager won't do anything about it, you just fucking go to Twitter and then they'll, they all, all of a sudden out of nowhere, people find out how to act right. All of a sudden, because if, if, if this person is from a position of power, they're standing in front of the class teaching everyone. Um, it, it gives them that people take their professor's word as knowledge because they trust them. They are, they're educated. They are up here. They have been uh, accredited by the university. Because already, there's already prejudice against transgender people, against LGBTQ folk here. And just for him to say this, just teaching uh, people in college this, it just, you know, it perpetuates the cycle of hate towards people of, you know, queer people. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think, I think, I think, I think if you can maybe consider some other ways, like maybe um, start a petition and have like, uh, have the student body um, express, like, like, express their discomfort with this professor and maybe the university instead of just listening to like which they should listen to everyone but obviously numbers speak volumes right so if you can get a majority of this or as i mean i don't know how many people you need to sign a petition for or for the university to really take to, to look at it but get as many signatures as you can but like this is happening this professor is doing these things and all of us who have signed who have signed this petition feel this way something needs to change i think that is a great way to you can like make the university open up their eyes to be like okay we need to do something now or if you if you get the professor saying this offensive stuff bitch post it on fucking post that shit on tiktok and be like this is what i have to go and be told is the truth in class every day i've gone to the dean she's done nothing about it and this is my last resort and i, I, I want to say that is very extreme and i and maybe you don't want to do that because it can cause trouble with you at school you could end up being a target I mean, like you part of me feels like i'm graduating this semester and just like Fuck it, it's not my problem. But I feel like part of it is my problem because I'm someone who's queer in this country and like him teaching this just brings hate to my community, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, someone someone saying here, as someone also born in Lebanon, I feel like the people aren't really open-minded and educated on social justice as Americans. This is from uh, someone named uh, Horig. Um, and yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe Mo, you know, this is one of those be the change you need to see in the world moments. But I, I think also understanding that by by putting yourself out there, you could end up becoming a uh, target for some sort of hate as well. So just make sure that you're taking care of yourself and that you're not putting yourself in any situations that could cause you to, you know, risk your education or risk your um, your your safety at school. That's what I would say. This is these are some of our these are what some of the sibling rivalry listeners have to say on Twitter. Uh, someone said, um, <laughs> "This is from at Bloodbath Bitch says, fuk respecting the professor. Let that nigga have it.'" She also <laughs> someone said the fact that wait, as someone also born in Lebanon, this is from at 
Ori, um, I just read that our one. IG 94. As someone born in Lebanon, I feel like people aren't open-minded and educated on social justice as Americans. So yeah, I mean, I, I again, I think, I, I like what Bob said about, bitch, you've seen it. You've We've all gone to TikTok on social media, on, on in IG, whatever. You've seen someone posted a teacher or a professor or a parent or someone doing something crazy and everyone like rallies around the person posting the clip and they take help get action to get that person removed from what they're doing. But I mean, I think a petition is a great way. A petition does not seem as drastic and as as, and as um, uh, aggressive as posting something to social media. So maybe I would say try the petition route. Get a bunch of students, as many students as you can, to sign this petition and present it to the dean or the president or whoever of the university and be like, this has happened. All of us agreed that something needs to change and see what can happen from there. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for your, uh, for your advice uh, question, Ma. Um, I think we have time for a few more. Oh, thank you, Mo. We have time for a few more. We're going to now take one from um, Christian. This is Christian. Also, again, you can join us in the uh, conversation on Twitter at hashtag sibling advisory. I really love reading what you all think about these while we, um, while we, <laughs> while we talk. Hi, Bob and Monet. Um, my question is, how long did it take for either of you, if you were ever in the position um, to move on from a past relationship um, and that heartache and all that weight um, and stop looking for what you had in your previous partner in your future relationships or what you're looking for. Like, how long did that take and what does that look like? Wow. Um, you want to go or you want me to go? I'll go because I think you went last, first last. Um, I think that after pre relationship, it 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 varies for me. I've I've had like maybe not maybe I've had three like actual breakups and the other were just fucking around shits that end up whatever. But um, the last my last part my last boyfriend that took me like a couple months. I would say like it took me a solid two months, two three months to be like really over it because again you spend a lot of time with this person you you love them and you really like put your heart and soul into the relationship and when it does end, it is it is hard and it is and I don't think that you should feel bad about feeling bad about it. It is is completely normal, and I think that take as much time as you feel like you need it because what you don't want to do is get into a new relationship or dating pe people or meeting people again but you still have that heartache you're carrying from the past relationship like don't feel weird about being sad about mourning the loss of an old relationship it's complete it's, it's completely normal but i also don't think you should wallow in it i think that you should try different things to help you like get over that I, what i found was comforting was hanging out with friends and being around people because obviously the inclination like you you want to like be alone and you want to listen to sad music and you want to think about all the good things that happen and you want to like stay in that but try to hang out with your friends your friends that make you really happy and your friends that can take your mind off of it and um i think that is super helpful surrounding yourself with people who aren't gonna <laughs> make you wallow in your sadness because i have friends that them niggas like being sad and i would want to put myself with those people because i know i wanted to stay in that. i wanted to be sad about it also i'd be bitch when i break up somebody i'm very dramatic and that's too much so i think Oh, it's it's okay to feel those emotions. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to miss that person, that relationship. But you can't let yourself stay there because, bitch, is that's being dark for too long, and it can really, really, really bring you down. You know, I I gotta be honest. I don't have a lot of experience with um with breakups. I've never been through a breakup before. I started dating really late in life. I didn't start dating until my early thirties. So Jacob is my first boyfriend, and we're still we're still dating. 
Um, but I have I have been there for a lot of friends through their breakups. I can't say that I've been there with a lot of friends while they were breaking up with people. And I think it's really important to remember that your time with someone else does not define you. Your that person does not define you. Being with them is I always say, like, honestly, if you find you don't want to find anyone that completes you. You, that's that's not that's not the tea for me. I, I'm just gonna, I'm speaking for myself. That's not the tea for me. I always say like you're not a like it, it, it's 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 surf and turf. It's not like you're this the the perfect complement to my like. It's not steak and mashed potatoes. Like we're both the main course. We complement each other, but we do not complete each other. We do not finish each other. We do not you know encase each other's everything. Um, but also allow yourself to feel your feelings and don't beat yourself up for feeling bad. Don't beat yourself up for having perfectly human emotions. It takes some people longer to get over things. Um, and don't try to meter yourself to and compare yourself to other people and be like, well, so-and-so got over it in two days and so-and-so got over it in two months. You know, I'll never forget. My mom was talking to me about how, uh, when her, when my aunt passed away, um, she was really sad about it. Like, like, um, I think like years later, her, she was just, cause my mom, I only have one aunt or uncle that's passed away. My mom was only lost one sibling. And then like, I think a year later, she was like, just sitting there like sad. And, and her, my mom's boyfriend at the time was like, you're still sad about your sister. Like he said it like that, like, you're still sad about your sister. And she just looked at him and she was like, I cannot believe you just said that to me. Like, yes, I'm wow. very sad about my sister. And. Of course, he never he never understood until he lost the sibling later down the line, mm-hmm. and then he was like, I, "I I he actually apologized. He goes, "I'm so sorry. I, I didn't realize how how hard it could be." So what I'm saying is, don't be hard on yourself. Allow yourself to get over it in the time that feels appropriate to you, and prioritize yourself in this time. Do not do not prioritize them. You have to always, even in a relationship, you can't you cannot, in my opinion, you cannot prioritize your partner over yourself. You have to always be the priority in every situation. Katia's at Katia's tiny hand said, hang out with your hateful friends. Nobody's <laughs> going to humble you more than Didn't someone it. who secretly hated your ex. Bitch, that is the real tea. If you really want to get over it, find your friends that hated your ex and they will remind you of every shitty thing about your ex that was fucking annoying, why no, why they didn't like him, and that will make you feel a lot better. They're like, yeah, and that nigga stink, and he eats sloppy, and his breath used to stink, and he didn't brush his hair and he like get, find your friends that did not like your find your hateful friends they will remind you of every gross thing about your ex that you didn't miss and that's a good way to get over it for did sure did you think that me not liking your ex helped you get over him oh yeah for sure because you were very you were you used to say you used, you used to tell me stuff i was like oh my god true it, was, it, it it absolutely helped me for sure um but i just want to point out, i did not ever come out vocally against him until the day you were like it's over i was like great i have a google document i'm gonna send to you i've been thinking about some stuff um, <laughs> <laughs> um all right i think we have time for one more um Let's do uno mas. Mane, how, how have you enjoyed how have you enjoyed um our our sibling advisory live um once um uh patty paid uh uh the electric company and i had power it was great but before oh, that, yeah, i forgot if y'all I, Whoever's been here from the beginning, y'all, it was a oh, a we're leaving. Wild you know ride. what? Maybe maybe we can make it a Patreon exclusive. The first fucking twenty five minutes of this podcast <laughs> that we're not gonna air. We'll make that. We'll put that on Patreon because we're not losing it. It was great. All right, let's listen to Heather Mason. Here we go. What do you guys think of someone like me who identifies as gay and asexual? 
I am attracted to men. I like being with men. But the concept of sex is gross to me. It kind of scares me a little bit. I've tried it in the past. I did not like it. But I have gotten a metric fuck ton of backlash from the gay community as a result of me identifying as this. Hmm. What is? I, I mean, I would I would like to invite this person in because I'm curious what this backlash is that, you're, that they're receiving. And I also have. Uh, can can we can we bring this person in? Yeah, let's go ahead and invite in Heather Mason. Heather Mason, you're on the line. Welcome to the chat. Hi, Heather Mason. Hi, Heather. Yeah, what are your yes. pronouns, Heather? Uh, my pronouns are they, them. Thank you for asking. Hi, of course, Heather. my pleasure. Someone um, ask some questions. Yeah, so what? Um, what 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 is some of the backlash you're getting from 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 the queer community about your asexuality? So, like I said, I identify as gay. I'm very romantically attracted to men, and that is regardless of if they are trans or not, because I think it's stupid mm. to make that distinction. But uh, a lot of it is like you don't, you're not actually gay unless you have sex. It's one of those types mm. of things. Like, oh no, you don't like a dick in your ass, therefore you're not gay. Mm-hmm. Or you don't like putting your dick in another man's ass, so you're not gay. Got it. We're getting. We, it is. It is after dark on uh, sibling advice, right? <laughs> Two thirty where I am, and I am half a bottle of vodka through. So. <laughs> well, well, you know what, Heather Mason? Listen, your your asexuality. Not, not that you need me to validate it, but your asexuality is, is completely valid. And those people who would think that way, they have a really narrow mind of how they think about sex and how they think. I mean, they they probably have not met many asexual people before. Or they have, they just didn't know. But just because you do not have sex with a man doesn't make you any less gay or any less queer or, or, or whatever um, you choose to, whatever, whatever your inclination is. So, yeah, I mean, bitch, don't, I mean, in terms of ignoring those people, I guess is if these people are your friends or these people that you surround yourself often with or these people that you have to interact with, it's hard to ignore that because they've said these things and it's hurtful and it's very fucking annoying. But the, their opinions about your asexuality mean literally nothing. What other people think about you is none of your fucking business. If they don't understand you, you being asexual, that's not your fucking problem. That is their narrow mind and they need to think about the, the world in 2022 just because they never met asexual people before they don't understand it does not make does not make it any less of a thing thank you yeah you know i i i i feel like you really you do not have to justify any part of your identity to anyone i'm gonna repeat that you do not have to justify a single part of your gender identity your sexuality your gender expression you don't have to justify any of that to a single person on the planet. It is your business. You can identify how you like. You do not have you do not have to have sex to be gay. I mean, a lot of us know that we were queer since the time that we were children before we ever had sex and we knew that we were gay. We knew before we were ever into anything before we'd ever actually done anything. And sometimes go ahead. In like kindergarten back when I would have crushes on the boys in kindergarten and not the girls mm-hmm. and then I found out much later in life that I was gay but it's just like even like the queer people I surround myself with like I used to live in a queer dorm for four years when back when I was in college mm-hmm. and even the people in that queer dorm they were like you're not gay you're not gay so it's just like damn 
I wish you, you know, yeah. Heather. I wish more people I, I, were accepting of different things. Essentially, I think, I think yeah. what's happening there, Heather, is that these people, and this is just my my, uh, 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 I'm just assuming here, but a lot of these people they feel the need to gatekeep their the gatekeep gayness because they felt like they had to fight really hard for it. They felt like they had to fight for their identity, um, and they feel like they feel like maybe you're I don't know getting away with something, but that's that's none of their business. Um, and that's their that that is their own trauma that they're placing on you that you're not responsible for, and you do not have to hold any yeah. responsibility for their trauma response to your experience. Um, and you know there will there will always be someone disagreeing with you, you know. And we can't we can't change we can change some people's minds, we can't change them all, and it's not our jobs to. You know, I think that as long as you're living your authentic truth, doing your like living your tea, then you're you're doing you're doing the right thing. And there yeah. there is someone out there who who thinks like you and who will who will want to have the same thing that you want for sure. In my yeah. opinion, I agree with that. The only person that needs to understand your asexuality, the only person that needs to understand your asexuality is you. It is not uh, Tom's or Rebecca's or Trishel's or Keisha's. None of their yeah, fucking fuck business. Rebecca. Fuck Rebecca, especially Rebecca. <laughs> the fucking lake nearby. Fuck Rebecca. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Heather. Thank you, Heather, and I, and I hope that's not stoly your drinking. No, I'm kidding. Um, all right. Uh, I've been wanting to ask this question for a while. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I love you both. Of course. Thank you for helping me discover drag. I love you. Word. Oh, we thank love that. you. And, and again, you you have to remove yourself because we don't know how to remove people from the from the jet. <laughs> thank you. I'm. So, I'm so glad, Money, that we've not, we not had a rogue um, person re- who wouldn't refuse to honestly, get off yet because honestly, we, would, we not would not be able to defend ourselves. If it was me, I would absolutely be that person. I would not leave. I'd be like, no, make me leave. Chaotic energy. You, I don't think that's not you. You're you're not that bitch you say you are. You're really not her. I am. I am. I would do that to you. If you had some type of thing and you invited me in, I would not remove myself. And I would troll you the entire time. That's that's just so not you. That's just so not you. Like money is like oh, try I'm this me. bitch who lets try me. Try me. Y'all do a, never, do, a, do a live, do a live with your little friend Peppermint, one of your little friends, and invite me in and I bet you I'm not leaving. I stay in the whole time. Honey, I could literally bitch, I could block you from this conversation right now. Let's make that clear, first of all. <laughs> bitch, I can um, block you. Um, so listen, everyone, thank you so much for listening to us here on Sibling Advisory. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I'm not done. Um, thank you all for weighing in on hashtag similar advisory I have read all of the similar advisory hashtags and you guys have been really uh, uh, you guys have opened my eyes to a lot of things today and I appreciate your responses for sure what do they open your eyes to? you know just um, behavior by certain people that I feel vindicated knowing that I'm not the crazy one Interesting. Well, congratulations on um, getting your um, validation from the internet. All right, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to us on the podcast. You are. I'm great. I'm grateful that you all listen to us, and we will talk to you all soon. Bye, everyone. And you guys, what you guys are also also saying that you guys like the the live advisory, and we, I guess, we will definitely come back. We may not, uh, we may not use uh, stereo again. We might try another platform. But actually, it, 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 it ended up working out. But we will definitely do more live advisories. This was really great to talk to y'all and people to explain themselves, and we just understand a little better the situations for sure. So we'll see y'all next time on the advisory. Bye, everyone.
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.